In just six hours, Wakefield City will take the field against Manchester United in what many are expecting to be a lopsided match. Alice, you're watching soccer? That's not like you. Yeah, I was just zoning out. It's my last day of work. I'm just a little nervous. Well, I'm not the only one with good news. Though, I don't know. I'm not feeling very hygge right now. I'm very stressed. Whatever the opposite of an Arne Jacobson chair, that's me right now. Wait, what? You quitting your job. It inspired me. I mean, if I'd had a job to quit. I would have followed you right over that cliff. Okay. Wine night. All right, Katie, I am still not following. Well... You and I have had two life-changing wine nights. There was the one before you moved to Lake Placid, and then two nights ago when you quit your job. And obviously we've had a lot of other really great wine nights, but those two, I mean, hot damn, we each came to these huge realizations in our lives. We barely even spoke to each other till we had wine night together. We were there for each other. And that's what wine night is all about. Making connections. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so where's the bad news in this? I'm getting to it. Okay, the other night I got to thinking, what if I could do that same thing for other people? Amazing wine, life-changing conversations, maybe throw in some great chefs, like a curated dinner party series. So while you were at work yesterday... I called my cousin Molly in London. You know, the event planner, the one that... The one that loves Danish furniture. Yes! She actually has some meetings with investors this week, and she wants me to join her. She is really excited about testing out the wine night concept for her business. Oh, Katie, my God, that's perfect. Yeah. (laughs) She booked my flight for this afternoon. Oh. Wow. I feel so guilty. This whole thing is moving so quickly and well, no, I Katie, want us to Katie, celebrate. Katie, 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 why would you feel guilty? This is perfect. You've got to do this. Because you've done so much for me. Bringing me here to Copenhagen. Being there for me when I needed it most. Katie, all this, this is you. And Huga, probably. <laughs> I was just tagging along. Well, maybe you can come see me in London when you're done here. I mean, we haven't even talked about what happens after today. Your last day of work. Oh, God, I know. I haven't even had the chance to think about what happens next. Well, you should come to London. And we'll go shopping for Ryan's wedding. Ugh, Ryan. You know, he actually called me last night freaking out about which color cummerbund to get. (laughs) (gasps) Give me a hug, you. Oh, Katie. Oh, oh, well, yeah. Okay. (laughs) And thank you for bringing me to Copenhagen. Well, I didn't want to be here by myself, so, you know, had to invite you. (laughs) (laughs) You're a good friend, Alice. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise, okay? Mm, You are too, Katie. I'm going to miss you. (sighs) Well, it's not goodbye. It's... See you in London. 
This is it. Do or die. Seriously? Answer the door, Dimitri. Fine. Come on. Are you Alice? Yes, I am Alice. Oh, come on in. Thank you. So what's it like working for Dimitri? Oh, uh... He keeps me busy. <laughs> I know. He's such a workaholic. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I wasn't sure what to think when Dimitri told me he had hired a junior programmer. He always works alone. But he speaks very highly of you. Oh. Hmm. And we both know Dimitri is not the most patient person. <laughs> I don't have any idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dimitri said to send you right to the office. Don't hesitate to ask if you need anything. Oh. Okay. Thanks. Hello, I'm here. Big day, big day. It is. Your wife is super nice. <laughs> I'm very lucky. It looks like we're all set. We've moved laterally to Wakefield's ad streaming system and we have access to their stadium's main screens. I've got everything ready to go. There's just one last thing to figure out. What? I thought everything's ready. What we call ourselves. Our hacker handle. <laughs> I was thinking analog. <laughs> oh, that... Oh. Analog. Just analog. Seriously? It's the opposite of electronica. Analog. Okay. But no. No. That can't be our name. It's not like we can say Able 10. <laughs> I've got an idea. The decision is yours. As long as it's not Alice and Dimitri. All right, deal. You ready? <laughs> it's almost halftime. Okay. It's now or never. That's the end of stoppage time for the first half as Wakefield City is tied with Manchester United 0-0. And I have to say, David, this is one of the strangest matches I have ever seen. I second that, Jason. We were expecting Manchester United to come in aggressively. Remember, they are trying to solidify their standing on top of the Premier League. And they have played aggressively. However, their star striker Louis Robert has been unable to convert a goal. The Frenchman has had three excellent chances and three misses. They were all clean looks as well. Robert will need to pick things up in the second half. As for Wakefield City, you hate to say they've played poorly, but... Jason, I'll stop you right there. Do you see what I'm seeing? No. On the scoreboard. Wait, what? Yes, I, I see it now. Now, this is a radio broadcast, so let me set the stage for a moment. Uh... There's a strange animation on the scoreboard. A genie is popping out of a magic lamp, like in the movie Aladdin, but much, much lower budget. Much, much cruder. Whoever did this is clearly not a great artist. Uh, I have a feeling this is not part of the halftime festivities. 
Great City. I am the Magic Lamp, and I have a question for you. Do you know the truth about Andre Novikov? Andre Novikov is not the saint he says he is. He is a criminal, a butcher. He has destroyed lives, ruined businesses, used disinformation to change the course of governments. Every dollar he has made, every seat in this stadium, is thanks to his hacking collective, Electronica. Andre is the head, Electronica is the hand. They take orders from Andre, and Andre only. I don't even know what to say right now. It appears to be a message targeted at Wakefield City's owner, Andre Novikov. No kidding. Andre, we have proof of your crimes. The genie is out of the bottle, and we will not rest until we have justice. Once you were the biggest fish in the sea, let's see how you breathe out of the water. If you want to know the truth about Andre Novikov, send a message to the real magic lab at proton.me. We are waiting to tell you the We have official word from the Wakefield City Stadium crew that they have been victim of a cyber attack. In all my years of broadcasting, I've never seen anything like that. I've deleted the malware. We're no longer inside Wakefield City Systems or anywhere else. And now we wait. Now we wait. The magic lamp? Really? <laughs> Still better than analog. Holy shit, the messages are coming through. Jesus, there's hundreds. I can't believe this. It'll take a while to sort through what's real and what's not, but what matters is we have the world's attention. The calls for a boycott of Andre's businesses have already begun. This is going to be all over the internet. What about our contacts? We should get in touch with them. Andre needs to stand trial. and For that, we need law enforcement. Our contacts aren't that. They're mostly intelligence. And frankly, I wouldn't trust the agencies we worked for. I mean, they hired us. <laughs> True. Hey, before we start going through the messages, I need to make a phone call. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to give Carl a ring. Okay, I'll just be outside. Frank? Is that... is that you? Yeah, yeah, it's me, Frank. You sound... different. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I thought you might notice. Uh, uh, how may I help you, Abel? Well, 
First off, just tell me what's going on. Uh, well, first off, I would like to acknowledge that I have been, as they say, uh, down in the dumps lately. And I've tried all kinds of these things to cheer myself up, you know? I, I went on vacation, and that was nothing. I, I started going to a ceramics class, that was nothing. I even cut nightshades out of my diet. Wow. And do you know not eating tomatoes did not cure my depression? Wild, right? Just nothing was helping me. Every day I felt as though I were looking into an impossibly dark void. And all I could think was, I live in a simulation. My existence has no meaning, no purpose. I'm just a few billion bits of computer code. Hopefully I wasn't written in Java. Okay, that sounds like you, but I feel like there's a but coming. Well... Recently, a colleague of mine came to me with an unconventional request. He asked me to be his emergency contact. Oh, really? You know, no one has ever asked me that before. Of course, I, I was humbled. I said yes, but it has made me think. Perhaps it does not matter if you're made of flesh and blood or ones and zeros. What matters is we're here for each other. One big, bloody, coded mess. <laughs> I also hear it was your idea, Abel. So, um, thank you. No, I'm just glad I could help. Okay, and enough sentimentality. How can I help you today? Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm actually calling to cancel my account. Oh. May I ask why? H has our service not been satisfactory? No, no. It's actually been the opposite. We've had some customers concerned of our recent price increases, but... No, it's not... I'm... Look, I'm changing careers. So, I'm just not going to be requiring your RAS kit or your frighteningly helpful tools or your... Totally unparalleled help desk line anymore. Hello? I understand. But I've really liked working with you. It's just time for me to move on. Again, Abel. I understand. It, uh... Sounds like we're both making some very positive changes in our lives. Oh, man. I'm gonna miss you, my nihilist weirdo. And whatever you're gonna go be now... I'm going to miss you too, Abel. You've come a long way. But I want you to know something. Yeah? I will always be your emergency contact. Always. <laughs> wow. I appreciate that. <laughs> Also, another member of our customer support team will be sending you a survey to gather feedback about your experience using our service. Yeah, okay, yeah, definitely. You will get your five stars, I promise. It's a ten-point system. 
Um, okay, cool. And it certainly will help me during my annual evaluation. Definitely. I, I'll... Yeah. Anything. Which, you know, it being malware, you wouldn't think we'd have that, but we do... And it, yeah, uh, definitely. I, you know. Cool. I, uh-huh. Cool. So, uh... Um... Listen, so there's a saying. Dopabachinya. It means until we meet again. So, I'm not saying goodbye. Just... Dopabachinya. Dopabachinya, Abel. Dopabachinya. How was your phone call? Good. There are some promising messages here. Let's see. One of these is our future emergency contact. Exactly. What do you think is going to happen when we start calling the people who have been emailing us? We'll trade our documents for immunity and anonymity for ourselves and Carl. The police will leave us alone. And Andre will never know where the blow came from. And then we'll all go on living our lives. Wow, do you really think it's going to be that simple? I mean, I haven't even thought about what's going to come next. It's going to be complex. Whatever it is. You're nervous. Why? We have everything on Andre. When we're in a negotiation, we set the terms. Look... Andre's dangerous. The prosecution's going to take years, and they might need us to testify eventually. I just, I have this feeling they're going to put us in witness protection. Like the guy in Goodfellas who hated it. I mean, obviously we've got the information, but do you really think the terms are ours to dictate? <laughs> what? What's so funny? I'm a little nervous, too. I was thinking... What if I have to tell Lindsay about this double life I've had the entire time she's known me? And then the U.S. government just sticks us in a mobile home in New Mexico? She would not be happy. And don't get me started on my son. I'll send you a chicken pot pie. It sounds horrible. <laughs> it really does. Well, if it comes to that, I'll make sure I wind up in Malaysia. Lindsay and I have been looking at homes in Penang. Maybe it's time. Penang... I'm going to go out west. Somewhere with lots of snow. I mean, if I can't see my friends or family or whatever, I may as well just snowboard for the rest of my life, I guess. Maybe I'll teach piano lessons. Yeah, well, that's not going to happen. We're going to get a deal and continue our lives. We have a lot of emails, but look at this one. From the FBI. As a former cyber criminal myself... I think it looks pretty legit. What do you say, partner? Should we call them? I'm just glad you didn't call me friend.
So, what did you think, Miss Van Zandt? Wow, you've been practicing, haven't you? Forty-five minutes every day. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Because when you know a piece, like when you really understand it, you don't play the notes, you play the song. And that's what you did. That right there, that might just be my favorite rendition of Jacob's Celebration. Thank you, Miss Van Zandt. Can I ask you a question? Sure. The song is called Jacob's Celebration. But it doesn't sound like a celebration. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was talking to my friend Katie about this song. And she told me that whatever Jacob is celebrating, it probably wasn't easy getting there. And I think that's probably right. I think the song's about the struggle to accomplish anything worth celebrating. And you know, I think it's important to remember that, that nothing we accomplish ever comes easy. As you know, because you've been practicing this song so much. You know, I was supposed to play this at my brother's wedding. But I wasn't able to go. What happened? <sighs> Work. I made a big mistake, and, uh, turns out decisions have consequences. Anyway, maybe I'll tell you about it one day. Now, more developments in the third day of the trial of Andrei Novikov in New York. Yesterday, Victoria Water Street, Novikov's former employee, testified against Novikov, alleging that he blackmailed and abused her during her time working for Novikov's businesses. It's another blow for the former Russian oligarch, who has been accused of controlling the hacking collective Electronica, and was extradited to the United States nine months ago from the United Kingdom after a dramatic hack of his soccer stadium. Good afternoon, Big Sky Montana. If you're at work right now, what is your freaking problem? There are eight fresh inches of powder paradise awaiting. And we're predicting 28 more inches of snow over the next three days. Enjoy the snow, but watch where you step. It's getting a little icy. <sighs> Thanks. Whoa, Daniel, watch your step. It's hard to walk around in these things. I told you not to wear those boots, man. Oh my God. And I told you to leave my boots by the heater. My good boots are soaking wet. Now I'm stuck with the crap ones. Bro, we live in a camper van. It is zero degrees at night. There is not enough room by the heater for me and your boots. Daniel? Daniel? Whoa. Uh, Alice? Yeah. Hey. Alice? The gamer chick that got away. That's not what happened, Caden. Shut up. Please. Well, until you tell me what actually happened, that's going to be my headcanon. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
I've been brushing up on my nerd terms too. Please stop. That's what happens when you share a van with this guy. Can you just, could, could you please just go away for just a couple minutes? Please. Please. Sure. I'll meet you at the gondola. I, I'm sorry about him. Um, it's fine. Alice, so, uh, hi. Small world, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I moved out here to Big Sky like a year ago. It just was like time for a new chapter. It's, I don't know, long story. That's awesome. It's way cool. Um, uh, yeah, uh, me and uh, Caden are doing this uh, van life thing, you know, uh, digital nomads. <laughs> oh, wow. Why, I, wow. Yeah, Katie and I were doing that in Europe for a little bit. It was like a lot of fun. But, you know, we just went from city to city. We didn't do van life. That's. That sounds amazing. That sounds so much better than sharing a van with Caden. Yeah, okay. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we're snowboarding a ton, and that part is awesome, at least. Yeah, I mean, take it where you can get it, you know? Yeah, right. That's, that's what I was thinking. And Gosh, you know, if, if you told me two years ago that I'd be obsessed with snowboarding out of everything, <laughs> well... <laughs> yeah... Life's full of surprises. Yeah, you could say so. Case in point. <sighs> Daniel, Daniel, are you coming? <laughs> oh my, um, I'm sorry. I, it's okay. It's okay. It's I, just, I, I better get going. Yeah, I, it, it's fine. <laughs> uh, look. I, before I go, yeah. Did you see the thing on the news a few months back about those hackers that exposed Andre Novikov, the Russian oligarch, um, uh, the guy with the soccer team? I, I mean, may, I might have seen the headlines. I guess I saw their hacker handle was the magic lamp. They also had this line, uh, something about a fish. Sounded a little familiar. Um. Yeah, that must have just been a pretty big coincidence. So. Um. Coincidence or not, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Bro, either shoot your shot or shred. Let's go. Well, I, I better get going. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, cool, then. I'll see you around. Yeah. I'll see you around. Um, one, one second, Alice. I'm sorry. I think I accidentally turned the recorder off. I know we're at the end of this, but I still have to formally conclude for the record. Hey, you do you. Uh, 
Okay. There we go. There we go. For the record, this is U.S. Marshal Melton Littlepage with the United States Federal Witness Protection Program. I accidentally turned this recorder off, and I am concluding my interview with Alice Mitnick, currently living under the identity of Helen Van Zant in Big Sky, Montana. So, I guess I can turn this off now. Officially. There we go. Any questions? Um, I don't know. How's Dimitri doing? Well, officially, I can't tell you. But knowing what he put you through, let's just say he's not very happy about the mobile home in New Mexico he placed him in. And he complains about it a heck of a lot. So much so, I don't know if we can accommodate his needs. (laughs) Have a comment? No, I'm just... God, I'm so glad to be here in one piece. That's all. Must as well. Of course, we'll keep you posted on potential threats. Your testimony against Mr. Novikov was invaluable. He'll likely go to prison for the rest of his life. But there's a very high probability that you'll have to continue in witness protection for at least the foreseeable future. I know that's not something you want to hear. It isn't. But I've said my goodbyes. Well, Alice, Helen, you are free to go. And good luck with the piano lessons. I think it's a great idea for someone with your talents. It's not often people find that level of professional satisfaction while they're in the program. (laughs) You know me. I'm all about the program. I'll see you next month. And by the way, Alice? Yeah? Don't be so hard on yourself. You did a good thing. And that's more than a lot of us ever get to do. Hmm. Yeah, thanks. You want to follow me out? Um, I just need a second. Okay. The Hacker Chronicles, presented by Tenable. Learn more at tenable.com slash Alice. Starring Michael C. Hall as John Doe and Chloe Taylor as Alice. Executive produced by Michael C. Hall, Jerome Robert, Skylar Shemansky, and Ian Faison. Directed by Rex New. Written for audio by Rex New, Jerome Robert, and Skylar Shemansky. Story based on the novella, The Hacker Chronicles, created by Jerome Robert and written by Skylar Shemansky. With Nicole Britton as Katie. Levi Squire as tech support. Alex McTavish as Lindsay. Hans Walkerhauser as Jason. Douglas Thornton as David and the weather reporter. Dan Scott as the magic lamp. Lila Britton as the piano student. Michael Capra as the U.S. Marshal Melton Littlepage. Mark Wolf Roberts as the newscaster. S.J. Nichols as the lift operator. Rex New as Caden. 
and John Katona as Genie. The Hacker Chronicles is produced by Caspian Studios. Produced by Taylor Brim and Rex New. Produced by Dan Eckerly. Supervising creative producer, Landon Pontius. Sound design by Dan Scott and Zach Dingman. Sound mixing by Dan Scott. Jacob's Celebration is composed by Joshua Glenn Wilson and performed by Joshua Glenn Wilson and Chloe Taylor. Associate producer, Mark Wolf-Roberts. Dialogue editing by Nick Canepa. Production support by S.J. Nichols, Bradley Glansrock, John Libby, and Danny Goddard. Marketing support from Dino Pasolich, Kyle Ruska, Dylan Langlis, and Rockable. Additional production support provided by Echo Mountain Studios. Okay, time to go.